Hey guys, I have a very special guest on the show today. His name is Adam Adkins. I uh, went to high school with Adam. And you know, it's funny when you don't see someone for a long time uh, and, and they kind of pop back up in your life. I always think it's funny what, you know, the first thing that kind of enters your brain, it's just the first thing you think of. Uh, Adam Fred requested me on Facebook not too long ago. And just instantly in my brain, man, I just, it, it just popped up the old basketball open gym days, man, back in high school. I, I just saw Adam bringing the ball up the floor and, you know, always, always, always with his eyes up, man, looking to push the ball, get results and, and trying to find somebody open. Uh, it's, it's been a really long time. It's going to be great to catch up with him today. After more than 17 years in corporate America, he, he made the bold decision to pivot away from his cushy job, big business perks and world travel. Uh, you know, the kind of stuff that goes along with that corporate job to start his own coaching practice. And at 41, Adam, I mean, now he's truly living his best life. He's going to come here to talk to us today a little bit about his story, uh, just why he decided it was time to start his own business, uh, you know, despite the corporate success. And he's going to tell us a little bit about his how to live a meaningful life your way ultimate results system. Uh, Adam, he lives in Tip City. He's married. He's got four kids, two dogs. He's obsessed with distance running. Uh, In fact, I'm going to be a little bit disappointed if he's not running today while he's talking to us. Uh, I guess we'll see how heavy his breathing is. We'll, We'll verify that right away. Uh, you know, as far as that, you can check him out on, on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, all the social media stuff. We'll put the links in the show notes for you guys. Uh, let's get right to it. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, please join me in welcoming today's guest, the high energy, always positive and very charismatic, Mr. Adam Atkins. Usually when I have people on my show, I do a ton of research and I make sure I know every little detail. Uh-huh. Um, with you, I kind of wanted, I, I, I'm looking through your LinkedIn or whatever, and I, I kind of wanted to have like a basic idea and a basic feel, but I really wanted to let you just tell your story. Um, yeah. I just want you to tell your story. I just want you to tell us, uh, tell everybody, my listeners, hopefully you'll have some listeners that are going to listen to you on my show uh, you uh-huh. know, that want to hear you talk. Just uh, tell us kind of what made you, how did you get to where you are today? I mean, you know, when did the switch flip in your head? Yeah. That said, uh, you know, I, I've kind of had enough and you can tell us a little about, you know, a little bit about what you did in the corporate world, what your job uh-huh. was, what your responsibilities were. And maybe if it was just like a buildup of things that kind of made you say, Hey, look, I'm done with this. This gig isn't for me. I want to, I want to be on my own. I want to help people, you know, yeah. unlock their potential. I'm just kind of tired of doing the paperwork and the, you know, the whole nine to five thing. Uh, or if it was just one thing that maybe happened that said, okay, that's it. I'm done. Uh-huh. Um, you know, just, just kind of tell us your story a little bit, man. Just kind of go through from the beginning of how you got to where you are today. And just, you know, first of all, tell us what you do. I love it. I love it. Absolutely. Well, Hey man, I appreciate your time and I appreciate you, you doing this and, and, um, you know, it, it's, it's interesting. Um, here I am last, last summer, August last year. And it's a big moment for me. I turned 40. That's yep. a big one. Yep. And what I decided to do as a gift to myself for my 40th birthday was go out and run 40 miles. It's okay. a gift to myself. Something I'd always wanted to do. And it was a strange thought to me as it was coming back again and again in my mind. And I'm like, why 40? Why 40 miles? That's strange. I kept dismissing it and it kept coming back. Well, it was the year before I turned 40. I was doing an ultra marathon relay race in Colorado. And I wasn't running at 100%. I was a bit bothered by a leg injury. Well, two thirds of the way through the run, I slipped. Hmm. 
uh, felt something wrong, finished, was a little wobbly. Well, turns out I had torn my hip flexor. Oh, man. Uh, I still had six miles to run with a 1,500-foot ascent. Uh, I did it. Wow. Wasn't fun. Didn't feel good, but I did it. Anyway, I got back home and, you know, um, saw some specialists and figured out what was going on. And um, it, it was difficult for me in that – one, I couldn't run, and that was a passion, right? That's something I've been doing for eight years now, uh, a passion growing into a, a bit of a, an obsession um, of mine. So I was completely down for two months, and it gave me time to think about a lot of things in a lot of different areas of my life, a chance to really examine where I was and where I wanted to go, um, which was such a pivotal point in, in my life. But you know, specific to where I was then and, and what I was up to on my 40th birthday, I made the decision. I'm not going to hang up my running shoes. I can't live my life right now without running. I need this. This is my outlet. This is where, right. this is where I connect with my creator in all honesty. Mm -hmm. This is where I connect with, with him. And so I'm not going to hang it up. In fact, I'm going to get healthy I'm going to get strong. And guess what? I turned 40 next year. I'm going to run 40 miles. There you go. And so I got through that two months of downtime, six weeks of rehab. I hired a coach, got on a training plan, ran the 40 miles. It happened exactly like I envisioned it in my head, Chad. Amazing. Nice. nice. I mean, almost exactly you, like I envisioned it in my head. And it was the day after the run, I told myself, I said, you know what? Like if, if this happened, if this thought came to my mind and I was able to accomplish it, I was able to, to do it. Well, guess what? I've got another vision in my mind and something I've wanted to do for four or five years now. That's to start my own business. You know, and yeah. if I back up nine months ago, I had even created a business plan on what this looked like. And it was to open a coaching practice. And you know what? I hung it up because I asked one individual for feedback. And he crapped all over it. Hmm. And so I hung it up. I didn't have enough trust in myself, enough love for myself, enough desire and passion into the idea that I hung it up. I wasn't strong enough. I wasn't ready. Well, post 40 mile run, I thought I was ready for anything. Right. You know, I felt like I was ready for anything. And so I decided at that moment, I'm not going to live the next 40 years of my life like I've been living them. I'm going to live for myself. I'm going to say yes to myself. I'm going to step out and I'm going to do what I've always wanted to do. And we'll see where it goes. And so I signed up that day to be certified as a health coach, certified as a life coach, um, and then opened up a dialogue with my employer to let them know where I was at. And I wanted to talk about future opportunities as I transition and as I create this pivot in my professional life and what an incredible blessing that they were supportive. Yeah. I think that's what I a mean, lot of people are afraid of when you have these ideas. I think a lot of people are afraid of that conversation with their employer and how it's going to go uh, because that's your life. I mean, that's your lifeblood that pays your bills. It, it's your benefits. If you have kids that takes care of them, puts food on the table. Without um, a doubt. Yeah. So I think it is very scary, but like you said, I mean, you had already, you know, kind of uh, created one situation you know, with, with thought, uh, planned and then put it out in the world and made it happen. I mean, yeah, your confidence level had to be extremely high at that point, man. 
yeah, I, I, I almost felt like I was, you know, floating. I mean, truly, like yeah. I was just feeling good, feeling invincible in, in one sense, um, but also convinced, right? Also taking hold of this, although it was uncertain, although it was a risk, I knew that, I know the concept of risk and reward. I was just, I was believing. I was believing in myself and I wanted to trust in the process and I wanted to give this a chance, give this a chance to take root in my life because ultimately I feel that I've got talents, skills, and ability that haven't been fully utilized professionally in the corporate world. And I have a lot to offer the world. I have a lot that I would like to become as an individual and a lot that I would like to do as a result of who I'm becoming to shape the lives of people. And at the end of the day, is that not why we're here? Right. Um, now that being said, I am so grateful and so blessed for everything that I've learned in the 17, almost 18 years of, of real world corporate business experience. So many opportunities, so much, um, in, in the way of development with skills um, and learning, chances to travel the world. On paper, people would be like, oh man, what a job, dude. But there came a point in time where, actually several times where it was like, eh, something's off here. Something's missing. Something's missing. There yep. was a void, there was an emptiness, there was a desire for something else. And Chad, there was one point over a 10 year span, I changed jobs eight times. Yeah. You know, again, blessed with opportunity to learn something, to do something new. There was excitement initially, but then it would fade away. And I found myself exactly where I was before again and again and again and again. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy, this, this journey and this life that we live and there are stories that we tell ourselves and that story or those stories are like onions. There's layer after layer, after layer, after layer. And over the last couple of years, by the way, and it really wasn't until I said yes to myself and stepped out in faith, not knowing what would happen on this journey, but it wasn't until that point that I really began to take a step back and and almost, in, in a sense, look inside myself and although there's, there's gratitude, there was also pain yeah. and, and struggle and curiosity. I remember, and how many people out there have asked the question, how did I get here? Whether it's a job, whether it's a relationship, whether it's health, doesn't matter what area it is in your life, but how many people have asked the question, how did I get here? And ultimately we are responsible for where we're at. Yeah. It's our thought process and it's the actions we take as a result of that thought process. And it's the results of the actions that we take that put us where we're at. What a humbling experience. But as I looked back and this is wild, this is wild. Chad, I, I saw myself as a four-year-old, as a four-year-old sitting on the floor with my two brothers, my parents, my goodness, three boys in three years. I don't know how. Man. 
Wow. I mean, you got a couple kids. <laughs> I've got four kids, but not three boys in three years. I can't even imagine, man. I um, <laughs> just bedtimes alone, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Good night. Right. Man. And so I, I, I found myself sitting on the floor with my brothers and, and, and as I was going back, I, I see my, my father sitting on the couch to my right and just knowing he was there, just knowing his, his presence was there. He wasn't on the floor playing with us. He really wasn't even paying attention to us, but he was there. He was watching the television, but you could feel his love. Just yeah. his presence, you could feel his love. And then as I'm, as I'm sitting there with my brothers, my mom was in the kitchen. My mom was cooking a meal. She did that a lot. She was yeah. always taking care of her family. She would do anything for her boys. We, we knew that she loved us. Right. There was no doubt. There was no doubt that the actions um, again and again and again and again in our lives, even as adults, um, just incredible love. But you could see it in her face. You could see the tension in her jaw. You could feel the stress um, exuding from her. Uh, you could see it in her eyes that something was off, that yeah. she felt stuck, that she wasn't happy, that she feels that she had sacrificed her dreams. Yeah, it's tough. Man. It, and it was there as a four-year-old that I created a contract with my mom. And this contract, Chad, was that I would live her dream out for her, that I would do whatever I needed to do to, one, make her happy, and two, to earn her love, to earn her affection. I felt that needed to be earned because, again, three boys in three years. I was like two to three months old when she became pregnant with my brother. Okay. I didn't get a lot of alone time with my mom, so I thought I needed to earn love. And that became a theme and a pattern in my childhood as I grew up in the professional world that it was my doing that I needed to earn people's love and attention. It was what I was seeking out. I needed it. Everyone likes it. Sure. Everyone likes it. You can't be honest with yourself and other people and say you don't like to be praised and thanked and given kudos. Everyone likes it, but I needed it. Mm -hmm. I took it to the extreme, but it all began there, right? With that contract I created with, with my mom. And, you know, I went on, did great in high school, got good grades, was involved in extracurricular activities, whether it was sports or clubs, um, went to college, you know, had a couple of small academic scholarships, but did well in college, got a well-paying corporate job, and on and on and on, right? Up, up to the point of, of getting married and having children and having that, I'm going to use this in, in quotes, Chad, this picture-perfect life mm -hmm. where everything on the outside looked pretty doggone good. Yeah. Adam had it going on, you know? But I was successful by other people's standards. I was successful by the world's standards. And again, an, another observation through my looking back, which happened by looking in, into myself, was that I listened to other people. Mm -hmm. I, I sought out other people's advice instead of trusting my own. 
And it was almost as if I, I didn't know I could. I didn't know I could ask myself and listen to myself and trust myself. And, and the years went by and it was, you know, the same, the same show on rerun. It was the same thing again and again, one job to the next, to the next, to the next. And I was still unhappy. There's something missing that I found my fulfillment in, in the accomplishments, but truly something I learned after the, the 40 mile run on my 40th birthday is that fulfillment is found in your heart. Fulfillment is found within you, the individual. Fulfillment is found in the greater purpose, the reason you were created, the reason you are here. That is fulfillment. My 40 mile run was not about running at all. It was about me saying yes to myself and taking hold of how I'm being called to bring other people into their masterpiece, to help other people find their fulfillment, to help people take hold of the life that they would like to create. And ultimately, what's meaningful for me may not be meaningful for you. What's meaningful for you may not be meaningful for your neighbor. And that's the beauty of it is that this divine design, we all have these desires in our heart. Well, these just didn't come out of nowhere. They were placed there. They were placed there for a reason. They're for our benefit to put us into action that we can serve other people in some way, shape or form. And there's joy in fulfillment. So much joy. Absolutely. In that, right? Absolutely. You know, it's funny, man, because uh, I don't mean to interrupt you, but it's, it's, You're fine. it's just something that, you know, I, I've told you before, I, I told you this yesterday when we were talking a little bit um, on messenger, you and I just kind of leading up to this, uh, this uh -huh. conversation. Uh, the way I remember you, and it's so fitting and it's so poignant. I mean, obviously you're not anywhere <laughs> near done with your story, but the way I remember you, man, is open gym, man, just playing basketball. You were a point guard, man, bringing the ball up the floor with your <laughs> eyes up, man. And like, here you are at 41, bringing the ball yep. up the floor of life with your eyes up. I mean, it sounds like a corny cliche, but you've still got your eyes up looking forward, man. And, you know, and, and seeing the that. whole floor and it's how weird that like when you popped up on my Facebook, when you friend requested me, I was like, oh man, Adam, I just, and I instantly thought of you just like bringing the ball up. Like I, that's what I thought of right away. And I thought, man, the kid always had his eyes up the floor, man. He was always looking forward, always found the open guy, always, you know, blah, 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 whatever. And, and like I said, man, it's kind of, maybe it's a little corny or whatever for some people, but here you are, man, you know, all these years later, you're still doing the same thing. And that's so cool to me. Um, I, I love it. Yeah. And you, you still like just, you know, finding ways to unlock just different ways to help other people, man. That's, that's amazing. Anyway, go ahead. Like I said, I didn't mean to interrupt you, man. Oh no, that's, that's fine. And, and I love that. And I'm honestly, I'm, I'm going to hold on to that. I, I'm going to hold on to that. That's, that's a great example. That's a great analogy. That's encouraging for me, you know, but, but again, I'm, I'm at where I'm at today. I'm, I'm a transformational life coach and I'm on a mission to shape the world, brother. I'm, I'm dedicating my life to mastering my craft. I want to master my craft because I want to help highly driven people that sense this lack of meaning in their, in their careers, 
in, in their lives in some way, shape, or form. And, and my mission is to help them find fulfillment in their life's work as they journey. And what's so fun as I sit down with, with prospects and, and clients, and there's so much joy in hearing their story and understanding where it is that they want to go and then identifying where they're at now and those obstacles that may be in their path. And every story is different. Every story is unique. Every story is beautiful. And I operate under the paradigm that you are at exactly the right place in your life. You're, you're where you need to be for a reason, for a reason that's bigger than you. Embrace where you're at. If you can't embrace where you're at, how are you going to appreciate where you want to go? Yeah. And how you respond when you get there. Because ultimately, journey is what it's all about. The destination, in a sense, is illusion because you accomplish one goal and then you create another goal. Yep. And so on and on and on and on you go. It's yeah. all about the journey. Right. It's There's, all yeah. about the journey. And, and the journey I'm interested in is the adventure called life and bringing people, helping people identify, find, and take hold of their purpose. Right. It's their birthright, whatever that looks like. It's their birthright. And I feel called and I'm so grateful that I've been able to see it. And I would have never been able to see it if I didn't slow down, if I didn't take a breath, if I didn't take a pause and stop the doing and just take a seat and, and just be, just be still. Yeah. Just listen to that. Just to listen to that small voice. That's always been trying to communicate that, that voice that is available to, to, to all of us. Yeah. I think there's a lot to be said, uh, you know, for, like you said, just slowing down and, and kind of taking in everything around you and, and whether that's, uh, to just truly enjoy the moment, um, you know, maybe you're having a really, really successful moment, you know, and, and I don't mean like, you know, you're, you're getting a raise or a promotion. I just mean like, maybe sometimes it hits me in weird spots. Like, you know, I'll just be sitting with my daughter and, you know, we'll be kind of snuggled on the couch or whatever, you know, and she's not really watching anything. We're not really talking. We're just kind of there. And I'm like, man, this is life. Like this is life. Yeah. This is what life's about. You know, it's these little moments. And, uh, sometimes it can be a successful thing. I remember, you know, plenty of times being on the baseball field thinking like, Hey, remember, just remember the sights, remember the sounds, the smells, like just remember, you're going to want to remember this, you know, T take it all in. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I, I've been doing that since I was, you know, probably 12 or 13 years old. It's like somehow I had the foresight to know, but, um, you know, that was always like a sports thing. And I don't think I ever really had, uh, you get so wrapped up in, in work in the corporate world and doing what you're supposed to be, you know, whatever your responsibilities are. Um, mm -hmm. it's, people just don't take that time in their professional life, you know? And, uh, like you said, I, I think it's just important to realize like that, you know, you don't have to hustle and bustle around and, and, and miss everything, uh, to be tied to a paycheck or to be tied to a, a position or a title mm -hmm. or, you know, uh, to be successful. I think it's, um, like you said, I think it's really just finding your calling and it doesn't matter. Um, you know, uh, some guys are billionaires. Okay. Uh, I'm never going to be that. I'm never going to be, you know, the CEO of multiple fortune 500 companies and be a billionaire who makes money off of, you know, everyone else doing work for me. That's never going to be my life. That's not my success. Um, and that's okay. I, I think success is a, it's kind of a, 
it's a sliding scale, you know, like you said, um, very much. So you didn't say those exact words, but I just think you have to find your own success and find your calling. And, and when you've mastered your craft, like you said, uh, that's success, man. And yeah, whatever success means to you, it's, it's, that's your success. It doesn't matter. Outside influences shouldn't matter. And I think sometimes we grow up and we're so concerned about the outside influences. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. And it's all through elementary school, you know, you're not really sure what you're supposed to be doing. So what do you do? You look around and you you see what everybody else is doing around you, (laughs) what what they're doing around you. Right. Um, Okay. I'm going to do everything the way everybody here is doing their thing. And you feel very uncomfortable and you don't know why. You know, and then in middle school, you know, you get like a group of friends or whatever high school, you do everything they do and you feel uncomfortable and you really never know why, you know, and you, because you're doing it for someone else. You're doing it to fit into a group, a plan, an idea, um, a preconceived notion, you know, of what you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the earlier and, and, and I think I figured mine out at a similar time, I'd be 40, 41 years old. Um, I finally started to realize that like, hey, my success is different, you know. Yeah. And, and that's okay. Um, yeah, that's okay. And I'm going to shoot for it. I'm going to, I'm, I'm dropping everything else. I'm dropping all preconceived notions. I'm dropping my, you know, my, uh, my fears, my, 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 all my self-conscious thoughts. And I'm just going to go at what makes me happy and I'm going to do yeah. it. And that's what you're yeah. doing, man. And, and, and it's just like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a rare thing to find. Um, I am by no means at the end of my journey and I don't think you are either. No, um, not even close. And, and that's the beautiful thing of it. Like you said, there's no time to rest on your laurels. I mean, you really have to move on to the next accomplishment when you, you know, when you succeed, um, especially with something like what you're doing, man, where you're helping other people, there's always someone else to help, yeah. you know, and, and, and there's always a success story to hear back. And there's always someone who's going to maybe fall off the path a bit, you know, mm-hmm. and you got to kind of get them back. They're going to tear their hip flexor, you know, and, and you got to get them back <laughs> on the path, man. I mean, it happens. Things happen in life. Um, you know, everything isn't, isn't perfect all the time. And I think that's just so, it's just so poignant what you say, man. Um, you know, and it made me think you're telling my story, you know, you and I are doing different (laughs) things, but you're telling my story. And, and, and as people listen to this, man, you're probably telling their story. There's a lot of people that are going to relate to this because they've already, they've already done it or they're doing it. And there's a lot of people that are going to relate to this because they've been thinking about doing it. And there's a lot of people that are going to relate to this because they've never even considered it. And they're going to go, Oh my God, man, something just clicked in my head. Mm-hmm. Something he said just made total sense to me. And, you know, now I kind of feel this confidence. Like I'm going to start pursuing what my calling is. And yeah. I think that's great, man. I think that's fantastic. I, I appreciate you. I appreciate you saying that. And, and uh, you know, and, and I'm with you because I really believe, um, and I could support this anecdotally with just, you know, the number of conversations that, that I have on a regular basis that I believe there are a lot of parallels and similarities um, between my story and other people's story. And, and that's the, the joy and the beauty of it. And I think that we should all uh, embrace our story because there is pain and confusion and fear and doubt in everyone's story. Um, but that doesn't mean that we can't be healed. That doesn't mean that we can't rise up. And that sure as heck doesn't mean that we shouldn't share our story because our story can help others and guide others and maybe even inspire others to take action and in the context of where i'm at and what it is that that i'm doing to help people is to encourage them to make a decision for themselves to take their life back the life that they were truly called 
to live, to be filled with joy and happiness and uh, abundance. And when I say abundance, I'm not speaking, you know, financially Mm -hmm. necessarily. I'm speaking in all things because we're called to live a full life. And again, we all have access to it. It's all available within us, but it's also on us to take that first step. And life is ultimately a series of one step uh, and then another and then another and then another. And it can be overwhelming to think um, about where you're at. But once you're able to create that vision for where it is you'd like to go, even if you're not strong enough, the benefit of a coach is that the coach is there to support you and to hold that vision for you Mm -hmm. until you're capable of doing it for yourself to help equip you to help encourage you, to give you the tools that you can, I'll say this in quotes, stand on your own two feet. And as you grow into that best version of yourself, who you truly are, who you truly always have been, and who you truly are are ready to become so that you can experience instead of discomfort, which is something you were just talking about a couple of minutes ago, you can actually experience feeling good. Mm -hmm. And ultimately how we feel is amazing at guiding us or identifying for us if we're on the right track or not. Because when you're feeling good, when you're excited about something, you are in alignment with Mm -hmm. God and with your true identity. And ultimately that's where we need to be. If we're not feeling good, that's a sign that one, we're not in alignment which can point us to the fact that somehow, some way, maybe we are looking back. Maybe we are experiencing fear, doubt, shame, or guilt. Yeah. And that is not the intention. Yes, those, those feelings, those emotions that come with it are certainly available in this physical life, but that's not what we're called to experience at all. Right. We can be confident because we are powerful and capable human beings. Right. Powerful and capable, mm-hmm. whether we All know it or not. Possible, whether we know it or not. <laughs> I don't think I'm just starting to understand and believe and and accept that truth. But I can't even fully imagine how powerful we are and what we're capable of. There's there's a reason we've been given the ability to imagine and to vision, and that's a connection into. Um, a different realm. Right. But we have the power to pull that in to our physical reality. Yeah. I, I mean, believe that. Yeah. If you're able to harness that a little bit. If and, you're able to harness yeah. it. And I tell you what, man, that's some scary stuff. Mm-hmm. At first it is anyway, that's some scary stuff. Right. And I think that's where you come in. I think what you're doing, I mean, I, you know, you said something that, you know, life is about taking a step and then the next step and the next step. Mm-hmm. And you might as well have the confidence to do it. And, and because I'll tell you what, man, if you stop taking the steps, uh, your momentum keeps going and you're going to fall flat on your face because life doesn't stop. Yeah. You know, yeah. you got to take yeah. the step. You've got to keep yourself on, like you said, on your feet. Yeah. Um, and that's where, you know, I just think it's, it's good to have, you know, uh, some kind of basis. And for some people that's religion, uh, for some people mm-hmm. that's their family, Mm-hmm. For some people, it's another person. It's it's someone you know that is able to to kind of help them. You know, for instance, a life coach. Um, you know, or you know, a, I don't know, someone within your community, someone at your church. Just whatever it is, I think someone, everyone needs someone there. Um, unfortunately, you know, sadly, some people have no one. 
Yeah. And, uh, you know, gosh, man, I mean, it's, it's, it's heartbreaking to think of, but you know, I, I think that's where you really need to kind of seek out those connections. Um, because there's not a lot that you're able to really take care of in life on your own. Uh, mm-hmm. certain, sure. Certain things you can handle on your own. You can handle them by yourself. Um, sometimes basic chores I'm able to do by myself. Really proud of myself for that actually. <laughs> um, no, but you know, I mean, really though, I mean, there are some trials and tribulations that you're able to handle on your own and, and really for some things, man, you, you have to have other people around and those things aren't always going to hit you the same. I mean, sometimes it's, it could be the loss of a, the loss of a loved one. It could be, um, you know, a loss of property. It could be something, you know, traumatic like that. It, it, it could just be something in your, you know, in your corporate career where, mm-hmm. you know, you know it all too well, man, you get a job and then suddenly, you know, things aren't stable with that company and that company goes away. And I mean, you've just worked so hard to get what you thought was your dream job and you, you know, now it's gone. Um, whatever it is, I mean, that's a pretty specific example, but, um, that's why I think it's, it's good that there's someone like you, man, who's, who's willing to, I don't want to say drop everything. I mean, you know, you're not going to drop everything to help people, but I mean, you're putting aside, uh, you know, a very successful corporate career, um, to kind of stop and slow down. And, and yeah, I mean, part of that is, is, is self-fulfilling. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. you, you want to be on your own. You want to be responsible for your own uh, I don't want to say behavior, but you want to be responsible for your own, just you know, when, it, when it comes to working for yourself, I think there's no freedom quite like that. Yeah. Um, but there also is a huge responsibility because now you're responsible for yourself. You're working for yourself. Yeah. You know, and it's yeah, up to it, you. It, it's enormous. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not all, you know, rainbows and unicorns, man, to just, you know, to quit a, a, a steady corporate job and, and to take things upon yourself to, um, you know, to really travel into just a complete, unknown realm and, and, and do something like this. Um, so listen, I, I, I want to ask you this, like if there's someone out there who is kind of on the fence about like, Hey, I, I want to make a change. Um, I don't know <laughs> if it's right for me. Uh, how, I mean, are, are they, I know you're everywhere, man. You're on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter. I mean, just tell us how, how do they get a hold of you? I mean, if they want to, and maybe I don't want you to, you know, uh, no one's going to, you know, buy the cow if the milk's free. But I, I want you to tell us a little bit about like what your process is. It's just some people I think are afraid to commit or they're afraid to sure. make that first phone call because um, when you commit to something or when you show interest in something, it <laughs> feels like now you've put that out into the universe and you have to follow up on it. And I don't think that's, you know, necessarily 100% true. But I think there are people who are going to hear this who owe it to themselves to, um, you know, to at least look into it. To, to think about, um, is this something that can help me? Um, am I in a position in my life where, you know, an outside influence uh, that's totally, totally objective and unbiased, you know, uh, can, can kind of help guide me in the right direction and keep me on the path? Um, you know, I think, like I said, I think people are going to hear this and, and then they're going to be able to, to benefit from that. Uh, how do they get a hold of you and, and kind of like, what, what is your process like? I mean, how does it go from day one to, mm-hmm. you know, to day 500, because it doesn't ever stop. It's not like you, Hey, I'm going to consult with you for 20 days and then you're on your own. You know, go get them. Uh, it, I'm sure it doesn't work like that. I mean, how does that process kind of go? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Chad. Um, and, and so look, let, let, let me just first say this, that, that you do absolutely owe it to yourself to 
if you're feeling a nudge, if you've questioned your career, if you feel like you're bored or unproductive, your skills aren't being fully utilized, you're questioning where you're at, and you know that there's more out there, but you're just not sure what that next step is. If you're feeling that, any of it, that nudge, then yes, you do owe it to yourself. And, and what that you know, process looks like, it just, it, it begins by having a conversation. It begins with, with you taking a step and trusting yourself and, and having a conversation. And what I offer anyone who's feeling that nudge is a free, no strings attached conversation where we can talk about and bring you a sense of clarity around where you want to go. We can discover the essential building blocks for taking hold of, of what it is, what it could be, and you don't even need the specifics. Determine the number one thing that's, that's stopping you today from moving forward. And then, you know, what are some powerful actions? And, and it's a result of this conversation that individuals leave knowing exactly what to do next. Right? Whether it's work with me or not, that's how I approach this. It starts with, with a conversation. And then, and then Chad, to, to answer your question, if, if there is a fit, if there is a match between me and the individual, and if the service that I offer is able to bring them the results that they're looking for, then we'll talk about what does that look like. And I offer different packages depending on what um, the individual is looking for and what they need. But, you know, the journey should never end. Self-development, self-improvement, our, our growth should never end because ultimately we're here to better know ourselves and we know ourselves through our own personal growth. As we grow, we know who we are more and more and more and more. And that's, that's the joy in it. That's the joy in it. Um, connect with me. Um, you can reach me on social media, every place from Instagram, Facebook, and, and LinkedIn. Uh, I've got pages there. Check out my content. Um, and my contact information is there as well. Don't hesitate to reach out. I would love to have a conversation and to get to know you and what it is that's, that's on your mind and where you would like to go. What are your dreams? What are your aspirations? Where are you at now? And then you know, what's the bridge that we need to cross? And, and it's ultimately with that support and the accountability and the system that I offer in my service that can help you to get there. I don't have the answers. I can't do it for you. Ultimately, it's on you, the individual who has the desire, who has the dream, who's willing to commit to himself or, or herself. But I'm there to guide you, to facilitate, to hold that vision and dream for you to make sure that you get there. And what a great and fabulous experience uh, for me and for you. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I, I think that, um, you know, a lot of people when they feel frustrated with their current situation or their current employers, and I've done it, uh, you go to your employer. Yeah. Uh, you know, and that's okay. Um, the problem with that is not all employers are going to be an equal amount of supportive. It's just a hard fact. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I, I don't mean to, <laughs> you know, I'm not trying to disparage the corporate world in any way, but there are just things that, you know, that probably your boss and their boss and their boss have going on 
Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not going to either allow them or give them the, you know, the, the pure desire to sit and have a talk with you about your goals mm-hmm. um, or, or even your fit at the company. I mean, I, I've, I've tried to go to certain, you know, uh, supervisors in the past and say, hey, <clears throat> what's going on here? You know, how do I fit? Because I feel like I'm going nowhere. Yeah. And, and you get the, you know, come on, you get the corporate speak. Oh, we'll just keep working hard and climbing your way up the ladder. Where's the ladder? Mm-hmm. All I see is just like this really tall, slippery wall. You know, I, I don't see a ladder anywhere. I just, I keep trying to jump up on this wall and I'm slipping, I'm falling right back down on the ground. Um, and sometimes I can get a hold of a windowsill or something and I think I got it. And then I just <laughs> fall again, you know, and, it, and your employer is just not going to have that conversation with you, man. They're, they're, they may, they may, you, you said it before you ran into a really, really supportive employer when you yeah. first set out on this journey. Um, yeah. You know, your yeah. employer was, was in my mind, that's rare. That's, that's like the unicorn, you know, that's amazing. Um, yeah. A lot of people listening to this are going to be in a situation where, uh, you know, they're, they're not really, they don't have that kind of a setup, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it is nice to have someone there. And, and like you said, with the, just a, just one consultation, one conversation on the phone or whatever it is, man, I think it's good to sometimes maybe you don't even know what your own uh, dreams or, or desires or capabilities are when it comes to, you know, really what you want to do. And I think just having someone there to verbalize yeah. it with can, can really help, you know? Um, yeah, a- absolutely. And there's, you know, there's, there's categories, if you will, of, of individuals, right? There's those who are very clear on where they want to go, but there's those who have no idea. And there's also people in the middle, they have some sort of vague, idea inkling as to where they want to go but they're not quite sure well it doesn't matter where you're at you're in the right place for you and it doesn't matter to me in my program i can help you out regardless of where you're at but embrace where you're at mm-hmm. even embrace somewhere. even embrace the soul sucking job that you might have because there's still learning in it there's still growth in it there's still opportunity in it and ultimately what needs to change is not necessarily the job it's you. Mm-hmm. And I, and I'm not saying that in a negative light at all. It's, yeah. it's what's within us and what we believe and how we see the world that comes back to us. It's almost a mirror in a sense yeah. based on what's going on inside of us. And so that's the work that needs to be done for those brave and courageous individuals that are willing to, to step into the work Right. And I, Chad, I only work with committed people. Right. I only work with highly driven people, people that are kind of commit to themselves and, and to the process to do this work, because ultimately the results are on the individual. And if they're committed, if they follow through with their motivation and their energy and their passion, they're going to reap the results. Yeah. It's all what you, it's all what you put into it. Again, yeah. I'm just a facilitator. I'm just, I'm just a guide who is helping you in this, in this journey. Right. You are the hip flexor. I, brother, <laughs> I am the hip flexor. The repaired hip flexor, hip flexor not the tour. Yeah. And stronger <laughs> every go. day, man. Right. See, yeah. You know, and I think that's important. You said, you know, something, you know, you only work with committed driven people. And I think some people might go, well, I, wait a minute. If I don't know exactly what my goal is, how can I be committed and driven? But that's not the point. I think the point is you're committed and driven to make a change. Um, yes. you may not, you know, you may not, if you, if, let's say, you, you know, you're one of my listeners and you, and you talk to Adam and, and you find out that, okay, you, you, you want a career change. You want to do something completely different. You may find out that 
a career change isn't necessarily what you needed. You just needed a quick um, Mm -hmm. philosophy change, you know, with your career. And and maybe that's what you find fulfilling. And I think that's what you mean. Like when you say committed or driven, I don't think it's someone who's committed and driven to their job and they want to, you know, it's just, you need to be committed and driven to make whatever change it is that you, you know, need to make internally uh, to, to really unlock your potential. Spot on. Yeah. And and that could be changing jobs. It could be changing your attitude. It could be changing your approach. I've seen it all, Chad. Yeah. I've seen it all. And, and, and what's amazing is it's almost every time, right? The client may come in with this preconceived notion in regards to what he or she may need Mm -hmm. and the outcome blows them away. Yeah. Right. And it's their work. They're doing the work. They're putting in the effort. And what comes of it is phenomenal. Every time it's a breakthrough, every time, every time it's phenomenal. And a lot of times as we go through this process, take, for example, someone works with me for 90 days, they come in, here's their desired outcome and where they want to go. We end end the program and here's the results and here's where they're at. But guess what? All that's done is establish a baseline for what's next. And we continue the work together. Take the next step take the next step. It doesn't end for any of us, whether, whether you work with me or not, it's, Hey, if, if there's not a fit, that's fine. Yeah. Right. I, shoot. I'm, I'm even happy to make recommendations and, and give referrals. Yeah. Right. I, at the end of the day, I want what's best for the individual and where they're going. And I want them to be successful. This is not about me in any way, shape or form. I'm just happy to be of service. I really mean that. Right. And, and maybe that's rare in today's you know, society. I just want to be of service. That's why I'm here. That's my cost. Yeah. But I think it's so sincere. Like I, you know, you can hear people say those words. Um, but with you, I hear the passion. I hear the energy behind it. You know, I mean, it's like, there's this actual satisfaction, you know, in your voice when you talk about helping people. And I think that's, um, you know, that that's one of the reasons that I really, really wanted to have you on the show as soon as possible. Um, you know, I, I just think that I'm really trying with this show to, um, yeah, I mean, I want to talk about sports a little bit here and there, and I'm, I'm going to have my mm-hmm. daughter on. We're going to talk about some silly stuff. Um, you know, and that's fine. That's fun. That's, that's good fun. But I do want to, I, I want to spread a very positive message. And I think it's important to, um, anytime I find someone who's, who's, you know, uh, just unselfish to the point where they've, you know, given up, like you said, you've given up a pretty successful corporate career, uh, in, in a design to help other people unlock their potential and, and, and get to their, you know, whatever their dream is, you want to help them get there. Um, yeah. I just, I mean, that's like you said, that's rare. That's, that's kind of like, you know, that's the unicorn today. I mean, you don't find it very often. It's, um, well, and, and again, Chad, um, and you're right. I, I, I think that when, when you look at all the wonderful experiences and opportunities and, and even all the promotions and the recognition, yeah, that's all great. Right. That's, that's all cool. That's, that's fine. But now there's fulfillment in it. Yeah. Now yep. there's joy in it. Now there's life transformation in it. And how that how that feels, man, it's hard to articulate. It really is. And I'm a pretty doggone good communicator, but that is a difficult thing to describe. The the only way I know how to put it is it's why I'm here. Yeah. I mean, and there, there I aren't words for people. Yeah, yeah, there, I, there I, aren't I, words I, for that, man. That. Yeah, it's just like when you said it's hard to describe. I mean, I think it's, um, you know, how, how do you describe the rush of endorphins that you get from doing something that you truly love that truly excites you? I mean, not just, 
you know, it's not even like doing a good job. It's, it's doing a good job at something that you love to do that is truly exciting to do. And I think that's, you know, how do you find all three of those? How do you mix the three of those things? Because normally it's like, I can do a really good job at something that made me completely miserable because I'll focus for that time. I know I need to do it and my name's on it. Um, but I really, you know, I want to wake up and I imagine most people want to wake up excited about what they're going to do that day. Yeah. Um, I can remember, you know, being a kid and, you know, playing, uh, you know, rec league baseball and like, you know, looking at the schedule and being like, okay, tomorrow night we play whatever team and it's going to be a huge challenge, you know, and I'm excited about it, man. Like I want to wake up and I wake up that next morning and like my butt, my body was buzzing, you know, because I was ready. And I, you know, everybody wants to feel like that still, man. We, we want to yeah. feel like we're little kids waking up and we're getting ready to play the big, you know, baseball game or basketball game, football, whatever it is, man, you just, you want to feel that way about work. And, and a lot of people have gotten to the point where they probably think that that's an impossibility. Um, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and I think it's cool that, you know, it's, it's, it's more than cool, man. I think it's amazing that you're, you're kind of there to help them either find that in their current situation or, you know, like I said, I mean, maybe it's a different situation for them, for this person. Um, but it's good to have that guy because oftentimes we get so bogged down in just the day to day, like just getting to bedtime. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I just want to, yeah, I want to get through my day. I want to just on autopilot. I just want to go home. I want to eat dinner and I'm tired. I want to sleep, you know, whatever it is, or I want to go home and see my kids. Um, and, and that can be fulfilling in a way because yes, you, you are fulfilling yourself. You know, you, you're giving yourself a little reward when you get home, but man, wouldn't it be nice if, if the actual process was the reward? Yeah. You know, then everything else is a bonus. And, and everyone deserves that. Yeah. Everyone, um, that, that's everyone's birthright to have that experience in their life. And, right, you mentioned family. So let me just say this, because I'm sure a lot of your listeners have families, um, you know, a spouse and, and children. Imagine the impact you have on your family when you're filled with joy. Uh-huh and with passion and doing what you love to do day in and day out. I'm not saying there aren't going to be tough days. I'm not saying that you, you know, you're not going to be exhausted, but it's different. Mm-hmm. When, when you're doing what fills your cup, it's different, right? Yeah. And how that impacts your family. I've seen it firsthand in my own home. It is phenomenal. Yeah. And I think it can have so many different effects. I mean, one short term, uh, everyone's happier, you know, everyone's happier in the house. You, you have fun. It's silly yeah. you can play games long term. Uh, you're teaching your kids to pursue their, their goals and their happiness, not yeah. based on what other people think is, you know, success, yeah. but what they truly, you know, see as their, as the embodiment of their happiness, you know? And, and I think that's what we teach our kids is so important, man. And, and it's so, you get one shot at it. Yeah. You know, you can't go back when they're 20 and say, ah, I wish I would have, ah, I should have done something from different from five to 10, man. I, whoops. You know what I mean? Like you can't do that, man. I mean, the lessons you teach are the lessons you teach, whether they're, you know, in, intentional or they, they, they just, you know, yeah. they just slide in there. Um, and, and I think that that's important. I think that, like you said, if you're truly full of joy, uh, and, and your process is kind of your destination, so to speak, and, and that's your happiness. I, I think that, like I said, just makes everything else a bonus. And I think you're able to kind of handle some of the other things that, that fly at you in life because, you know, it can be tough. It can be overwhelming. I mean, we're all trying to figure out, 
you know, how to eat lunch and how to mow the grass and how to have time to, you know, spend time with our kids. I mean, there's just so many things to do all mm-hmm. day. And I think it can be very stressful sometimes um, to figure it all out because you've got so many things bogging you down. It sure can. Well, if you it, get rid of the stuff that's sure bogging, yeah, if you get rid of the stuff that's bogging you down, uh, whether it's, you know, emotional, you know, psychological, whatever it is, and you can find that joy in the process, then all the little mm-hmm. outlying things become just, you know, they're, they're, they're just so much more joyful, man. It's fun to sit on the lawnmower and, you know, ride around yeah. the lawn for a couple hours, man. I mean, that's, yeah. I don't know. It seems, it seems kind of, again, a little cliche, a little corny, but, um, you know, I think it just kind of opens your eyes up everywhere else and kind of allows you to feel that joy everywhere, you know? Yeah. With, without a doubt, that's, that's certainly, that's certainly it. And that's part of the work that, you know, that, that I do with my coach. And it's part of the work that I do with, with my clients. It's, it's what we work through. And, and, and let me say this, if I may chat, it's, it's that joy comes not from the talk, but from the action, right. from, from your action. And I'll never forget sitting down with my, with my kids, right? Three of the four kids, uh, baby wasn't here yet. And, and sitting down and having a conversation in regards to what I was feeling and what I was up to and how I was in the process of, of pivoting from corporate America and, and starting my own coaching business and to see the look and, and to hear the cheers and to answer the questions of my kids was so amazing. It's something I will carry with me all my days. And, and now when I encourage them, right, one of them wants to be a veterinarian. One of them wants to be a neurologist. One of them wants to be a zookeeper. I'm encouraging them. Hey, you can have, be, or do whatever you want in your life. Just hold on to it. Listen to your heart. Trust yourself. And now I'm living my truth. They can live their truth. It's not just me talking about it and, and working a job that is eating away at me. Right. No, it's quite different now that I'm a man of, of action and I'm pursuing my dreams. And I want them to pursue their dreams. And it's a beautiful thing. I think it's great, man. You're helping them. I, you know, it's, and it's to use your words, man, you're helping them, you know, learn how to live a meaningful life their way. Um, yes. And that's the name of your system, how to live a meaningful life your way. Um, yeah. And, yeah. And that's, that's the backbone, right? That, that's the backbone of, of the service that I offer, regardless of, of the package, um, you know, that, that might be a good fit for the client. And really quite simply, Chad, it's, it's broken out in, into four modules. Right. And module one, for example, is rediscovering who you are. That's where we start. You might be coming to me because you're unhappy in a job. You might be coming to me because you want to do this, that or the other. That's fine. That's great. And we're going to do the work and we're going to get there. and We're going to address that. Um, But you need to understand who you are. Mm -hmm. What's motivating you? What are the activities and interactions that, that give you energy? Just to talk about a couple of examples, to understand that you're not defined by what you do. You're defined by the fact that you're here. You're more than a physical body. Yeah. You're here and you have worth. And then we work into module two, realign with what's important to you. So what is important to you? What are your priorities? What qualities do you admire in other people? Let's talk about some intentions that you'd like to set because ultimately if you're not living intentionally if you're not taking that step with intention then you're going through the motions mm-hmm. where are you going to go if you're on autopilot if you're on cruise control so what's what's important to you and then are you nourishing yourself are you making yourself care a priority 
you know, the, the great example uh, that is used and that I use is, is, you know, when you're on an airplane and you're instructed parent to put your oxygen mask on first before you put it on your children. Well, the same goes with self-care. The better you take care of yourself, the better you're going to be able to take care of other people. And that's a part of the work that we're going to do as you realign with what's important to you. Module three in my system is reducing your resistance. It's understanding when, why, and how stress comes into your life, comes into your career, and then being equipped with the tools to remove that stress. Because your nervous system functions in a very different way if it's relaxed versus if it's stressed. And that impacts everything. It doesn't just impact digestion. Mm -hmm. It impacts everything. And ultimately, when you reduce that and you're able to focus and think clearly, you're able to make such better decisions, decisions that serve you and where you want to go. And then, you know, what are the specific areas as we do this work that, that need to be nourished, that we need to address as we're working and climbing towards your purpose, whatever that might be. And then module four, as we conclude you know, the work together, at least in this iteration, is reimagining what you really want. Okay, Mr. or Mrs. Client, you came to me with this idea, with this desired outcome, and here's what's motivating you. Well, let's take a step back. Where are you now? And oftentimes, it's they came to me with a baseline, and now guess what? Their dream's bigger, or their dream's different. Now they're excited. Now there's some clarity. And then we utilize that energy that's being created as a springboard for where they're going. And then we end the program with documenting a plan of attack and they come away with action steps and incredible clarity. And that's, Chad, the, the system. That's how to live a meaningful life your way. So it is a system. There is a process, but it's flexible enough to accommodate whatever the client's needs and desires are. Well, I think... Um... You know, I, I just think it's a, it's funny because it's, it's, it's such a hard thing to take an inventory of yourself. Mm. Um, like I said, I think you get bogged down with the stress and the, just the you know, minutia of everyday life. And you think about, you know, what's my next task? What's my next task? What's my next yeah. task? And, and that's okay. Um, it's obviously, you know, you want to get things done, no doubt. Um, but, I, but I think that, you know, maybe you know, take a step back from that and, and look at the big picture and say, okay, what's my next accomplishment? What's my next, um, you know, and, and that's fine too. And then you kind of say, okay, you know, <laughs> what's my next goal? Like, where do I even want to be? Um, and, and I think it's hard to kind of look at that big picture because you get so focused on the day-to-day minutia. Like I said, just whatever, mm-hmm. if it's your corporate job, um, or if you're, you know, home with the kids, you know, you, you want to make sure they eat lunch. You want to make sure they're, you know, my, my daughter's homeschooling now. So I've, you know, I've got to, suddenly I'm a teacher. Um, you know, I, I'm not equipped for this, man. I'm, I'm, I'm slowly realizing that teachers need to be paid like athletes and athletes may oh, need yeah. to be paid like teachers. I don't know. Like I, uh, it makes you wonder, doesn't it? Oh my goodness. Firsthand man. experience. It's yeah. crazy. I mean, I feel like I can go out in my backyard and I can throw a baseball or a football. I have no problem with that. Um, I have no idea how to sit down and, and <laughs> plan a lesson. Like, what? 
I mean, it is like, I, I can't unlock that mystery, man. It, it is so tough. And every once in a while, you know, I'll, I'll have her focused and I feel so good about myself, but um, yeah, you get, fo- you, you, I think you just get bogged down and like, okay, how do I keep her focused? How do I keep this? How do I keep that? Yeah. How do I get this paperwork into my boss on time? How do I, you know, not be late to work? Um, People are spread so thin yeah. and, and, you know, what I'm seeing is that because they're spread thin, they're not able to one, see clearly mm-hmm. and gain clarity. And then, you know, <laughs> you need to see clearly in order to establish an intention and, and to set a to goal, where do you want to go? And so once you see that, then you need to understand and how to put your attention, energy, and focus on that. Because ultimately, if you're putting your attention, energy, and and focus on 10 things, well, you're really not going to move yourself forward towards mm-hmm. your purpose. But if you can understand what's giving you energy, if you're able to identify some priorities and you're able to eliminate or, or figure out how to work through those other things, then you can really hone in and focus on where you're going. And then the more you focus and put your attention and energy into it, then it will begin to grow. And then it will change how you feel and then it will impact others around you, you know, and that's something that with where you're at, even you're seeing that and you're, you're understanding that you're saying, Hey man, you know, here's my chips. I'm all in. This is where I'm going. I'm putting my attention, energy and focus. And yes, I've got these other responsibilities and obligations and I'm taking care of those. However, if there's other things that were in my life that aren't important and aren't bringing me into my goal, then sorry don't have time for you. Yep. Yep. And, and, that, and, I, and that's a tough bridge to cross for a lot of people, especially if you're cut like me, you know, uh, and you want to do, 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 do. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. tough. It is tough. And I tell you that bridge to cross for me was full of a lot of missing planks. And, you know, <laughs> I, I, I would get a third of the way out on the bridge and I'd look down, you know, and I'd scurry back to the other side. I'm like, you know, I, I can't, I can't, I can't do it. Uh, yeah. eventually, man, you, you just have to, you have to do it if that's what it is for you. That's going to make the mm-hmm. difference. You know, you've got to cross that bridge. And I, I like the four modules, you know, it's rediscover, realign, reduce the resistance, reimagine. Yeah. You know, and, and it kind of makes it, it almost like it's exciting, man. It make, it kind of makes me feel like a little kid. You know, it's like, you kind of get this chance to start over. Um, you really get to, to just stop, you know, take a step back, look at the big picture and just reimagine everything. Just yeah. Reinvent yourself, you know, in a way, I think through your program, uh, is what it gives people the opportunities to do. And, um, I mean, that can be great. It could just, if nothing else, I mean, even if you just, let, let's say you do the whole, you know, you, you do the whole system, uh, you go through and, mm-hmm. and you've just learned how to, um, you know, maybe just unlock your potential in what you're doing. I, I think that's, uh, Some people, I think when you think about a life coach, uh, I think they think there's going to be this huge change, you know, uh, well, okay, I'm going to go from, you know, working 40 hours a week at my job that I don't like to, um, you know, in 120 days with Adam, I'll be Bill Gates, you know, I'll, (laughs) I'll own my own software company. I'll start it in a garage. It'll be fine. Uh, that's not necessarily, like I said, your success is, is going to be very, um, you know, individualized to you. And with, I think, without a doubt, without you know, a doubt. And I think that's the key to happiness, just to find, to find your own success and your happiness, mix the two and try to make something out of that, man. Um, you know, it, it's so, it, it sounds like it's so easy to say, and it is easy to say, it's just words. Um, but like you said, actions are, are what make the difference. And I don't think a lot of people know how to take that action. 
yeah, and I, I think that's where there's benefit in, in accountability and, and having, you know, someone uh, walk mm-hmm. alongside you. And ultimately, Chad, we're, we're all called to live in community. We're all called to um, be around like-minded people, mm-hmm. people that lift us up. Um, people that encourage us and, and support us. And, you know, part of my dream and my vision for my business is to create that community, right, outside of just myself. But, you know, even me working with someone else, that's that's community. And my program, my system, it's a series of small steps. And again, you're right. Um, every individual is different. And it's all what you put in. You're going to get out what you put in. If you're committed, you're going to get results. But it's a series of small steps, right? I like to say that small hinges swing big doors. Yeah. And that's exactly what I see in the results of my clients. That's the, that's exactly what, what I see, you know, with what I've worked through with my coaches and it's exciting and it's exhilarating. And even a small win creates momentum and let's ride that momentum. Right. Keep it rolling. Let's ride it, man. Let's keep it rolling. Let's move on. Here we go. Ride that one's mo- done. Where are we going next? Yeah, ride the momentum right into the next step and let it, you know, eventually it turns into a jog and then it's a full sprint, you know? There we go, baby. And then you're on your way. There we go. You are on your way. Listen, man, I'm going to put all your contact information in the show notes. Um, Thank you. I've got your LinkedIn here. I'm just going to, I can give your number out, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to make sure. I want to make sure. You never know. Um, listen, if you... <laughs> have heard this today uh, and you think that any of this can benefit you or you just want to talk to Adam and kind of get more information uh, or, or maybe just have a quick positive conversation, man, because I, I feel better having talked to you, man. I, like I said, you're just a really positive, energetic guy. And I oh, think thanks, you, man. I think you posted this on Facebook. I was going to say there was a post on Facebook that I saw, but I don't have it in front of me um, because I can't put my phone near my mixer, but um, <laughs> I think you posted this and I could look on my computer, but I don't want to do that. Uh, you're the average of your five closest, whether it was like friends, associates, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, five, the five people that you hang around with. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you, you talk about like just bringing positive people into your life. And I think that's where we struggle. Sometimes, you know, you may have uh, that job or that friend or that habit or that, you know, whatever it is, that's just that negative thing that's kind of holding you back because it's that <laughs> one thing that, you know, it, it it's gravitational pull is too strong, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think sometimes it's hard for people to let go of that. I mean, sometimes it's a person that you have to let go of. And I mean, it's tough. It is tough, but you, you but really you need to, you need to establish those boundaries and, and Chad, we get right at it, man. You're talking about week two. Hey, you know what I mean? <laughs> I like to start somewhere in the middle and then work my way back to the beginning, you know? So that's a, yeah, <laughs> yeah I hear you. No. Yeah, man. I think that's, um, you know, I, I just think that's so important to identify, you know, and I think your, your program definitely, you know, from I'm looking at the four modules. I mean, I, it's, it's important to identify not only what's, you know, what your passions are and what's important to you, but it's also important to, you know, be self-aware enough to identify what's holding you back. Yeah. And you can't always do that with yourself. It's really easy to make excuses to, and with yourself. Yeah. Uh, Because, you know, ultimately it's, it's sometimes really hard to hold yourself accountable unless you have that other uh, presence or force or person there, you know, and, and sometimes with, you know, just having a family is enough for people, but, um, you know, a lot of people are able to function and get by, <clears throat> excuse me. Wow. A lot of people are, are really able to function and get by while still holding themselves back, um, badly, you know, mm-hmm. whatever it is, holding on to a, a, a bad job, a, a horribly, you know, whatever, maybe it's a, a work relationship with your boss. That's just toxic or, or something, 
And maybe it's a friend that's dragging you down. And maybe it's not even getting rid of the friend. Maybe it's just talking to the friend and being like, hey, you know, I think you could really benefit from something positive in your life. Call my friend Adam. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, maybe it's that simple. Um, yeah, because you don't really know. And I'm, you know, I've got your email here. It's Adam and that's double A, 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 D, A, M. Yeah. Double A. Uh, your parents are really trying to get you to the front of the alphabet, man. I don't know what's going on. There was clearly, <laughs> there was clearly a plan, right? And they've never given the truth, right? Right. There was clearly a plan, yeah, but yeah, man. that's Adam. That's double A. You're right. Jay. Yeah. A, A, D, A, M dot Adkins. That's A, D, K, I, N, S dot coaching at gmail.com. And I'm going to put all this in the show notes. You don't need to, you know, write it down or anything. You can write it down if you want to. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to, and again, you're, you can call Adam 937-609-0364. That is how to live a meaningful life your way. Call Adam, email him. Uh, if for whatever reason, if you're uncomfortable, uh, email me, email the show, you know, violence, dad's podcast at gmail.com. Uh, no punctuation, no, uh, you know, no crazy apostrophes or anything, just straight through violets, dad's podcast at gmail.com. Um, you know, let me know. You can find me on Instagram. I'm real Chad, Brian. I'm on Twitter, real Chad, Brian, DM me. Let me know if you want to connect with Adam, I will connect you with him. I'll get you, you know, I'll get you in, in contact and you guys can talk. You can do whatever it is you need to do. Um, otherwise, I mean, you know, contact him directly, man. He's, he's, he's here. He's, he's willing to chat, right? I mean, correct. You, you'll talk with anybody, right? Absolutely. I'm, I'm here for you, right? This is what I do. I'm here for you. I'm ready. Nothing to be scared of. I won't bite. We'll have a light conversation. We'll have a good time. Yeah. And if nothing else, you're going to come out of it feeling better, man. I, like I said, I, it's, it's been nice to catch up with you, man. I, we haven't talked. Oh, likewise, Chad. It's been too dang long, brother. Oh my goodness. You're, you're welcome anytime, man, on the show. I mean, I don't care if you just, whatever, man, you want to shoot me a message, man, I'll get you my number. You can give me a call if you're bored or whatever. And you know, it's whatever, man. We can we can definitely catch up anytime, man. It's been nice to talk to you. Anything, any way you can possibly contact Adam Adkins, I'm going to have it in my show notes for you guys. Uh, if you want to take a look at the LinkedIn page for whatever reason, you want to read through that. Um, again, contact information, just everything that you can possibly think of for Adam. I'm going to put it in the show notes. Uh, so that'll be there for you guys. You can take a look at that. Uh, Adam, man, like I said, it was great catching up with you. Thanks so much for coming on the show, man. I appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate you you creating the time for me, Chad, and, and for doing this. It's been so much fun to catch up. I've had a ball and and yeah, I'll be back again. Let's let's get together. Maybe we'll even talk about sports, right? Get me on after the Lakers wrap this thing up on Friday. We'll talk. Yes, about I'm gonna have you on after game five, man, after they wrap it up in five <laughs> games, because I'm sure AD is gonna go for like forty three and twenty two and uh, probably. Probably block six shots and LeBron's going to. So, anyway. Yeah, it'll be fine, man. You, you'll see another title and and maybe I'll have you back on to talk about my Braves. Uh, you know, because they, I, I know you don't follow <laughs> baseball much anymore, but they did take out your Reds and they so, did. Did you notice I was awfully quiet after that happened? I, yeah, I th- a lot of people were awfully quiet. My Facebook went dormant, man. Something happened. I was like, is Facebook oh, working? I had to refresh geez. it. I, you know, I got it off my my phone and, and downloaded it back. I was like, maybe something, maybe something's wrong. Okay, guys, that's the show. Thanks so much for listening. Remember to check the show notes for Adam's contact information, his phone number, email address, uh, social media links, all that stuff will be in there. Again, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you on the next episode of Violet's Dad's Podcast.
We love you. Yes, we do.